This is the New Living Way podcast. We herald the one eternal redemptive purpose of God as it culminates and fulfilled the Lord Jesus Christ in the New Covenant. Hello! Welcome back again for another episode of uh, the New Living Way Podcast, and I'm your host, uh, R.D. Uh, Pineda, podcasting live here in Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates, and we are live via uh, our uh, Facebook page and uh, YouTube channel. And also, we are, after this uh, episode, we are being streamed by uh, various uh, audio podcast platform uh, through our host platform. Uh, host uh, platform, Anchor, Anchor, and being streamed uh, in many platforms like uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Radio Public, and many, uh, many more audio platforms. So uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to welcome, I'd like to say good evening uh, in the Philippines. Magandang gabi sa inyong lahat, aming mga... Uh, masugid na nanonood ng podcast na to. Uh, maraming salamat for your support. And also here in the United Arab Emirates, uh, we also have uh, uh, viewers here. Good afternoon. It's 4 p.m. right now. And we also like to uh, welcome our audio podcast uh, listeners that we will be, they will be hearing this after the podcast through our audio podcast platform. So uh, at this uh, first uh, portion, eh, lagi kung uh, I would like to acknowledge uh, yung mga early viewers or early, uh, you want to shout out or you want to have some your of, of your comments, uh, please do so. Feel free to say greetings or shout out that if you are uh, here watching our uh, podcast. Meron ka agad nag-comment dito. Ah, si Claro. Hi, Claro. Yeah, Claro. Welcome, Claro. Thank you for for watching. I hope uh, this will be uh, uh, beneficial to to all of to all of us. Claro is a is a fellow member of another group where this episode today's episode has uh, very has a big relationship with that group because that group is a eschatology group where this is being discussed because today's episode is about is about eschatology so if you are triggered by that word uh what kind of trigger it's just uh it's just a vast word pero eschatology is more than more than uh yung mga millennial millennial views but i we will uh, discuss that later uh Oh, si uh, Pastor Mabilog. Uh, welcome. Hello po. Welcome. Si Mabilog, pastor ng isang uh, Sovereign Grace Baptist Church sa uh, uh, Plaridel. Welcome. Hope na uh, ma-edify tayo dito sa uh, topic natin today, sa episode natin today. So, ang... Uh, mag-comment lang kayo, mag-participate uh, lang kayo. You can participate in our 
a podcast actually you can uh, ask comments or uh, ask uh, questions or you can comment asulad ng early viewers natin and if you want you can participate uh, live if you want to participate your ask your questions live you can do that by uh, this uh, I'll share the the link to you now if you want to participate if you are a brave soul that you want to you want to discuss or ask question just click this uh, link yeah. yeah and if you are in the YouTube yeah just click that link uh, at least you at least you must have uh, a smartphone with the camera para makita kayo sa live I will allow you sa sa studio, sa StreamYard studio. Also, in Facebook, uh, in YouTube, yan. So just click that and I will admit you if you want to participate at the uh, the discussion portion of, uh, of this uh, episode. So, today is uh, I'd like to greet first yung mga viewers. Nakikita ko dito some early viewers. I think five or six in, in my screen, but uh, I've shared this in a lot of uh, Facebook group. So welcome, welcome. Uh, just feel free to type in your comments, and from time to time, I will uh, I will show your your uh, greetings and shout out. So uh, our topic for today is uh, quite uh, for to some it's a heavy word. No, that's I said uh, eschatology. This will be our topic for today. And uh, episode 10. We are now in episode 10 of our uh, season 2. We started uh, the new Living, Living Way podcast uh, 2020. And now we are in, uh, in our series 2, 2021. We are now in episode 10. Praise the Lord that we have already uh, reached episode 10. And our topic is inaugurated eschatology inaugurated eschatology the already and the not yet aspects of uh, the kingdom of god or or some would say uh, tension or the already and the not yet tension or paradigm of uh, the kingdom of god and it's an honor that i will uh, present this uh, episode this topic for today May na-comment pa. Oh, Jeremy. A shout out daw. Welcome, Jeremy. So, hopefully na uh, ma-edify ka dito sa, dito sa topic na to. So, Jeremy, welcome. So, just like, type you lang yung comments nyo and I will show it kahit na magsimula na ako. So, without uh, further ado, I will start the my presentation of uh, this uh, topic, uh, inaugurated eschatology, the already and the not yet aspects of uh, the kingdom of God. And I have uh, prepared the PowerPoint presentation since uh, medyo mahaba yung slides, pero it's a brief, uh, brief summary of what I will present. You know? So let's begin by our... Uh,
our episode for today. I'll just uh, click the the PowerPoint. And so this is our topic. As I have said, inaugurated eschatology, the already and the not yet aspects of the kingdom of God. So uh begin with uh, yung uh, word na eschatology so here we define eschatology as uh, from the etymology of the word eschatology is from the greek word eschaton or last ang meaning ng eschaton is last or end and dun sa logi logi is logi or study or uh, science so it simply means the science or study of the end or last things. So we believers, we Christians, when we hear the word eschatology, we always uh, associate this with uh, the many the many nuances of uh, the millennial views. Yung lagi yung naglalak horns between uh, believers, yung mga views when it comes to the millennial, millennial views, yung sa kung anong klaseng... Uh, whether you are pre-meal or a-meal or whatever meal you have. So, yun yung, yun yung, uh, yun yung uh, normal na iniisip pagdating sa eschatology. But eschatology is more than that. It's more than that. It's rather a, a backdrop. It's a backdrop. No? It's how, how the scripture or how God's revelation in redemptive history unfolds in the backdrop of eschatology which when we when we go back to the old testament there is an eschatological backdrop it's how we read the scripture in its redemptive uh, historical context or what we what we always hear from uh, theologian it's the bible has its own narrative meron siyang unified team meron siyang unified uh, a unified whole hindi siya Hindi lang siya 66 books, although varied yung mga writers, but there is a unified theme. There is a narrative. And that is the eschatological backdrop. Yung, yung narrative na yun is in the backdrop of eschatology, of prophecies and uh, promises by God. So if we will uh, uh, see the eschatological backdrop of Old Testament redemptive history, makita natin na nadidivide siya sa creation, fall, and redemption. So in creation, we see the creation. This is how uh, it's it's a, it's a survey of how we will read of how we should read the Bible, specifically the Old Testament. Kung paano mo siya i-read ang Old Testament. The Old Testament is not just it's not a uh, a moral a moralistic view where we see the where we see the Old Testament characters as heroes or champion of the of faith but there is a uh, backdrop of uh, how we should read the bible and we can see that right at the very beginning your creation creation god sovereignly created all things as the overall theme of the old testament when we when we read the first uh, book genesis he created human beings in his image that's the doctrine of imago dei God has created us in his own image to display his glory and reflect his character and rule the world. So right at the first chapter 
of Genesis 1 and 2, you will see this God created human all things and at the, the climax of his creation is us, uh, human beings. And God created us in his own image. And then we see the fall in chapter 2. Kita natin yan. Adam and Eve rejected God's lordship over them. They willfully sinned by eating the fruit that God has uh, prohibited them to eat, which uh, resulted in judgment. That is a spiritual death. Spiritual death at uh, physical death. Spiritual death is the immediate. Kasi when, when, God, when, uh, when Adam eat the fruit, hindi naman siya namatay immediately. Uh, physically, pero that entails spiritual and physical when men will die, you know, physically also. So this is uh, the whole aspect of death. But the more uh, emphasis of scripture is spiritual death, especially sa, sa New Testament. Judgment was also pervasive. After that, they, God has judged them. You know, pervasive yan sa Old Testament. Now, redemption. After that, Though God's judgment was the immediate punishment due to sin, he concluded it with the promise and eschatological hope of redemption. So Genesis 3.15. Yung sinabi ni, ni God, kay dun sa serpent, the seed of the woman will triumph over the seed of the serpent. So yung promise o yung sinasawag na proto-evangelion, which is the promise of uh, the seed of the woman, will triumph over the seed of the serpent. We know the serpent there is Satan. So uh, that seed is promised right at the very beginning of Genesis, that there will be a seed that will triumph over the seed of the serpent. And after that, we can see continuing when we read Genesis, man's continual rebellion and wickedness against God is seen in the Tower of Babel. Diba? Alala natin yun, yung they went to build the tower that in their motive is to reach the heaven. So God has confused them. That's why nagkaroon ng mga different languages. And in Noah's time, we have seen the immediate judgment of God through destroying the world by the deludes. So we know this by the deludes. Yet God saved Noah, his family, and animals to recreate the earth. So God established his uh, covenant with Noah to recreate the earth. We have seen that God has established uh, covenant with Noah. So that is to establish, to recreate the earth and to fill the earth again since God destroyed the, the, the old earth. So now when it comes to Abraham and Israel, right at the Genesis, when we come to later portion of the Genesis, Genesis 6 to from following, we see here when we read the, the Old Testament, the, the Genesis, God's promise first to Abraham, when God called Abraham out of uh, Ur, and God promised that God will give him this descendants, land, or promised land, seed and a blessing to all the nations. So I will not read the portions of uh, uh, the scripture here, but this is where we can we can read it in Genesis 12, 18, 22, 26, 28, 35. We can see that as a narrative of the life of Abraham, of how God has called him 
And God has promised uh, to his seed, to his descendants, land and blessings to all the nations. Now, from there, we see the Exodus. When we go to the Exodus, God's redemption of Israel from slavery in Egypt and calling her to be his own possession for his glory in the Exodus. Uh, and that uh, redemption, God has remembered this covenant with Abraham, according to Exodus. That is a testament of God's fulfilling his promise to Abraham and the bringing of eschatological hope and blessing for all the nations through his seed. Through his seed, uh, promise ni, ni God. God then fulfilled this promise that uh, Exodus will be liberated from Egypt. They will uh, enter the promised land as God promised. That that land of Canaan flowing, land flowing with milk and honey through Joshua. Si Moses hindi siya nakapasok. So right there, you read the scripture, you will see this. After that, we see in the cycle of God's judgment to the kings. Uh, to, yeah, to in the times of judges and the kings. No? Pag binasa natin yung chronicles, kings, makita natin yung God as a uh, installed yung mga kings of Israel. And you can see here the cycle of sin and judgment to Israel sa times ng mga judges and after that the king. And right at the center of that we will see David's ascension to the throne. So David's is central to the narrative here in the judges when we see that David is uh, called by God that uh, his ascension to the throne, his kingship, is uh, a, a, a prototype of God's everlasting covenant with him that would extend worldwide to his descendants. That we can see in 2 Samuel 7. And after that, we see uh, the Israel were divided into two kingdoms, Israel and Judah, and divide the 12 tribes. And Israel, as far as Israel is concerned, uh, nagkalaban pa nga sila ng, uh, ng Judah. But most of the kings of Judah, we can see, pag binasa natin, were mostly wicked. Nakikita mo yun? They, they, they did not uh, obey God. Mostly wicked. They did not follow what God has commanded to them. Yung mga idols uh, so high places they 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 never uh, demolish. Meron mga uh, uh, righteous king like uh, uh, Josiah and others and the rest. Uh, natin. After that, they were exiled by Babylon in 586 BC. You can see that at the last portion of I think Chronicles through the through King Cyrus. No? They were exiled. Uh, by, by by Babylon, they were exiled. So they live in exile. Then, uh, right across there, God promised through the prophets that he will establish his new covenant to the house of Israel and Judah. Uh, uh, we know, everybody knows this, Jeremiah 31, 31 to 34. That is the promise of the new covenant that he will make, that he will make the house of Israel and Judah. And he also promised a kingdom that will be established in Obadiah 21. 
He also promised a restoration of Israel and building of David's fallen boot in Amos 9.11-15. He also promised a new day for Jerusalem and Zion. And then he promised to pour out uh, his spirit in Joel 2.28. So this, this is the promise of the restoration of Israel, that he will restore Israel. Now, another promise is the day that the Lord would give them a new heart and spirit so that they would obey him. It's also the new covenant in the emphasis of Ezekiel. And then a promise of a new exodus when God would liberate his people once again. So, yeah. And then a promise of a new creation in Isaiah 65, 17, 25. Now, all these promises, none of these promises were fulfilled in the Old Testament era. They are still waiting for the last days where God would fulfill these uh, promises that I enumerated. They were never fulfilled in the Old Testament era. So that particular promises, when we see the Old Testament, we will see that uh, there is a last day that God will fulfill these uh, promises. So don't papasok yung eschatological backdrop as it unfolds in the New Testament. Now, how the New Testament perceived, uh, how the Old Testament, ito yung uh, structure ng, ng eschatology sa Old Testament on how Old Testament or Judaism see the eschatology in the Old Testament. Dalawa lang, this AIDS and the AIDS to come. This AIDS was part of uh, in the Old Testament up to now, and then there will be a midpoint when the day of the Lord. You can see that in the in the Old Testament, the day of the Lord, the end of the AIDS is being mentioned, or the end of the AIDS, that will come. And then AIDS to come. Ganun lang, straight, three point lang, or divided into two lang, this AIDS, and the AIDS to come. Yeah. After that, we can see the backdrop of eschatology in the New Testament. Dito natin makikita on how the New Testament see the eschatology from the Old Testament now being inaugurated as the title itself. That being inaugurated, eschatology is being inaugurated or the fulfillment of the last days in the Old Testament being inaugurated in the New Testament. That is what we call inaugurated eschatology. Now, here we can see in the New Testament is another uh, survey in the New Testament where we can see inaugurated eschatology. And what is inaugurated eschatology? Inaugurated eschatology is the kingdom of God was inaugurated or dawned in the person and works and ministry of Jesus. So it was God's last days or end times promises which reached their fulfillment in Jesus Christ. God is fulfilling his promises in Jesus Christ, the Messiah in the power of the Spirit. And this is how uh, Thomas Reiner, theologian, 
in the United States. See this uh, inaugurated eschatology in a, in a short uh, intro of this. The fulfillment takes place, though in an unexpected way. For God's saving promises are inaugurated, but not consummated. It was being inaugurated in the person and works and ministry of Jesus. The already but not yet consummated aspects of the kingdom of God is pervasive in the teaching of Jesus Christ and in the rest of the New Testament. So the, 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 the paradigm, the already, meaning now, and the not yet, meaning still not here or will be in the future. So yung dalawang aspeto na yon, the already, now, and the not yet, is uh, the consummated aspects of the kingdom is pervasive in the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the rest of the New Testament. So here we can see in the Synoptic Gospels. Nasaan na ba ako? Uh, may nag-call ng attention ko. Uh, gumagalaw ba ako, Labs, yung slide? Gumagalaw ba yung slide? Gumagalaw? Ah? Ano ba? Big? Malaki? Hindi malaki? Sandali. Sorry, ah. Sandali. Uh, share ko ulit. Hindi yata gumagalaw yung slide ko. Wait. Yan. Nakikita mo? Labs? Ayan. Okay. Hindi daw gumagalaw. Thank you. Uh,
Mbebe. Yan, nandiyan na ta, nandiyan na ako. Okay, sorry ya for for that interruption. Full ano ba siya? Full screen? Yan. Okay. So, the kingdom of God, as I said, no. Ato, the kingdom of God was inaugurated or done in the person and works and ministry of Jesus. Sa Sa Synoptic Gospel, when we see Jesus declare that the kingdom of God had already arrived and inaugurated in his ministry, through the Synoptic Gospels, we can see Jesus' mission is repeatedly understood as the fulfillment of the Old Testament promises. Now, these are the, the New Testament, in the Synop specifically in the Synoptic Gospels, where we can see all the Old Testament promises is being fulfilled when Jesus Christ came into this earth, when he was incarnated. We can see in Isaiah 6-2 that Jesus in Luke chapter 4 is reading a messianic prophecy dun sa Isaiah 61 of the, the coming of an anointed one, the Messiah, that he will proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And after reading that, the Lord Jesus Christ asserted, solemnly asserted, today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your healing. Yung suffering servant, yung sa Isaiah 61. And you can see that in Luke 4, 21, when the Lord Jesus Christ said, today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your healing. Now, when John the Baptist Kita rin natin sa, sa instance ni kay John the Baptist. John the Baptist, makikita natin sa gospel. When, when he was in doubt whether Jesus Christ is really the coming one. That he was really the Messiah or the coming one. He sent emissaries and what the Lord Jesus Christ replied. He replied by citing the messianic prophecy in Isaiah 35 verse 5 to 6. And he told them to report to John that the prophecy was indeed being fulfilled. And so Jesus here declaring in this text that the eschatological promises were realized uh, sa kanya, were realized in him. Because we see that uh, when, uh, when John the Baptist heard of what the Lord Jesus Christ uh, in, in his miracle, that he gave sight to the blind, he enabled the lame to walk, he cleansed lepers, he opened the ears of the deaf, raised the dead, and proclaimed the good news of God's kingdom. Yun yung exact uh, text dun sa Old Testament. The year that the anointed one would come. The, uh, this, 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 uh, all these things is being uh, fulfilled now in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ in his a miraculous work. So this promises from Isaiah, which proclaims the new creation, where the desert blossoms, where streams flow in the desert, and ravenous beasts no longer destroy. It's the day of God's salvation when he comes to vindicate his people and rescue them from exile. It was also in Matthew 
In Mark, in Luke, the promised uh, baptism of the Holy Spirit indicated the arrival of the new age, fulfilling the promise of the Spirit predicted in the prophets. And after that, during his ministry, Jesus was the bearer of the Spirit. We can see. After his exaltation, he would become the dispenser of the Spirit. Now, the work of the Spirit in Jesus, according to Thomas Reiner, I will quote, The work of the Spirit in Jesus' ministry and beyond must be interpreted against the backdrop of the Old Testament, where the gift of the Spirit heralds God's eschatological work. We see here the Trinitarian character of God's saving work. For God sent Jesus into the world so that Jesus would baptize his followers with the Holy Spirit, thereby inaugurating the fulfillment of the promise that all nations would be blessed through Abraham. So this is uh, in the introduction of uh, New Testament theology, uh, magnifying God in Christ. Uh, the, the kingdom of God as uh, present reality in Jesus Christ. So when we when we say when we say now the kingdom of God is now meaning the kingdom of God as a present reality that kingdom of God has done has been inaugurated in the person in the works and ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's that is what we are saying when we say uh, already, the kingdom of God has already done, has already been inaugurated, but not yet consummated, but not yet uh, in visible form came or comes. Wala pa yung consummation, but it is present already, it was inaugurated in the Lord Jesus Christ. The strongest declaration of this reality, nakita natin, is found in Matthew 12, 28. When the Lord said, no, in uh, casting out demons, this is where the narrative of the casting out of demons with uh, this uh, man being demon-possessed, when the Lord Jesus Christ said, if by the Spirit of God that, cast, that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. That is the strongest declaration of this reality. When the Lord Jesus Christ said, if he cast out the, the, the demons, when he, when he exercised this uh, demon possess, if he is casting out by the Spirit, because this, uh, this Pharisees is uh, accusing the Lord Jesus Christ as casting out by Beelzebub. But the Lord Jesus Christ said he is casting out by the Spirit of God. So they are blaspheming because the Lord Jesus Christ is casting out these demons by the Spirit of God. And when the Lord Jesus Christ said, but it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. That is the strongest declaration of the present reality of the kingdom of God in the Lord Jesus Christ. So that is the characteristics of Jesus' miracles in casting out the demons. People's, uh, these people were astonished. These people were amazed on how Jesus, by a mere command, that this man who was demon-possessed was once delivered from sat satanic bondage. So 
that the Lord Jesus Christ replied that he cast out demons by no less than the power of God, the Holy Spirit. Therefore, this is the proof that God, the kingdom of God, had come upon them. It was within them. The kingdom of God has come upon you. And you through the Lord Jesus Christ, being inaugurated, because the Lord is doing all these miracles, this, he cast out the demons by the Holy Spirit. Now, some argues, ito, uh, ano to? Uh, may mga nag-argue dito, no, yung that has come upon you. Some argues that the precise meaning of the Greek has come, dun sa Matthew 12.28, yung eptosen, some argues that this is to designate as proximity or nearness. Malapit pa lang. Malapit. As in proximity, malapit na yung sa has come. But kung titignan natin sa context no, and elsewhere in the scripture, that usage, that verb, eftasen uh, or has come, clearly connotes actual presence and not merely proximity. That's why the, the translation has come in English. Has come. Meaning has come. Meaning it connotes already came actual presence and not maybe proximity. If we see that in the rest of the scripture, you will see that verb eftasen means came, has come. So that is what is being said by the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, uh, George Eldon Ladd said about this about this first this comment. What was present? What was not the eschaton? Eschaton is the end. No, is the end or the or the last the end. Na kanina pinakita ko yung huling huli yung yung sa huli. But the kingly power of God attacking the dominion of Satan and delivering people from the power of evil. Or how can one enter a strong man's house? and plunder his goods unless he first bind the strong man. Then he may plunder his goods. This is the continuation to so Matthew 11, when the Lord Jesus Christ said, How can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man? So, uunahin niya yung strong man. Then he can plunder his goods. That he may plan, then, then indeed he may plan the risk. Siyempre, uunahin niya yung malakas doon sa bahay. Now, in these words, according to George Eldon Ladd, in this word, Jesus declares that he has invaded the kingdom of Satan and has bound the strong man. He has bound Satan. So, the kingdom of Satan, he has invaded the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in these two verses, is embodied the essential theology of the kingdom of God. Instead of waiting until the end of the age to reveal his kingly power and destroy satanic evil, Jesus declares that God has acted in his kingly power to curb the power of Satan. In other words, God's kingdom in Jesus' teaching has twofold manifestation. At the end of the age, to destroy Satan, and in Jesus' mission, to bind Satan. Before Satan's final destruction, people may be delivered from his power. Binding, according to best, binding is of course, kasi may, may mga nag-i-issue that 
Satan up to now is still uh, is still is still is in power here in the, in here in this world. We see a lot of evil going on. So how can you say uh, Satan is binded or bind na bind na si Satan? Binding is of course a metaphor to designate and designate in some real sense a victory over Satan so that his power is curbed. Sometimes the, meta, uh, the, meta, uh, the metaphorical nature of the idiom is not recognized and it is thought that the saying must mean that Satan is rendered completely powerless. No! That binding does not say that Satan is rendered completely powerless. Satan is being uh, rendered or binded because of, uh, binded by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ that he can no longer subdue or he can no longer have authority over all this uh, 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 sickness that what he has done no that and also in the terms of the gospel in terms of the gospel power to to bring about change no he can no longer deceive he can no longer hold uh in the conscience because of the lord jesus christ now uh we can see also in look the same victory over satan by the power given to the disciples makita natin yan sa look when the Lord Jesus Christ sent the disciples no, uh, throughout Galilee to preach the kingdom of God. Now, when the, when the disciples returned, nung bumalik sila, mga disciples, they were overjoyed. They were uh, in ecstasy, in, in uh, uh, jubilant excitement, sabi ng mga apostol, ng mga disciples, that the demons were subject to them. Nakita natin yun. Even the demons were subject to us. Now, what the Lord Jesus Christ answered. Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like a lightning from heaven. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Now, the context suggests, according again to George Elder, Jesus saw in the successful mission of the 70, sending of the 70, an evidence of the defeat of Satan. Here again is a uh, metaphorical language that employs a different idiom to affirm that in the mission of Jesus, a decisive victory has been won. Satan has been bound. He has fallen from his place of power, but his final destruction awaits the end of the age. And you said in George Eldon Love. Let us continue. Sa survey sa, sa synoptics of, of the of the paradigm of the, the already in the not yet aspect of the kingdom of God. The presence of the kingdom uh, is asserted by Jesus in Luke 17, another, another passage where we can see strongly that the kingdom of God has already inaugurated, has already dawned in the Lord Jesus Christ. When the Lord said, answered the Pharisee about the kingdom, when Jesus answered, that the kingdom was already in their midst. No? That, the, that, that the kingdom was already in their midst. The kingdom of God is, uh, in other translation, within you. In an, in an ex, uh, unexpected form. What Pharisees is trying to expect is the kingdom or the Messiah would come or the kingdom of God would come in a spectacular way, like uh, in miracles or in, in a spectacular way. But it came in an unexpected form. When Jesus said to them, the kingdom of God is not coming in ways that can be observed, nor will they say, look, here it is. 
or there. For behold, the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. Now, this uh, within you or in the midst of you can be translated within you or within your hearts or in your hearts or in your midst. But we cannot say, we cannot interpret this as within you because the Lord Jesus Christ is speaking with the Pharisees. He's answering the charge of these Pharisees. So we cannot say the kingdom of God is within the Pharisees that he's speaking about the Pharisees. No, because the Pharisees are uh, unbelievers. And when we say, when when if, if we mean that uh, the Lord Jesus Christ saying to the Pharisees, is in your hearts, no. What is the precise meaning is, it's in your midst. That the best, in, uh, the best reading here is that the context of the Lord Jesus Christ teaching, that he said that the kingdom of God is in your midst, meaning that he would say uh, the kingdom of God is in his presence. Right at the very presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God has arrived. It cannot be within the within the within the hearts of the Pharisees because they are unbelievers. Now, the most significant and obvious indication of the fulfillment of God's promises was the coming of Jesus Himself. The Gospels make it clear that He is the promised Messiah, the prophet predicted in Deuteronomy 18:15. The Son of Man of Daniel 7 and the Son of God. And yet when Jesus came as the promised Messiah, not all God's promises were fulfilled immediately. There is an already not yet dimension here that is quite striking. In Transfiguration, I already uh, I have an episode of this in Transfiguration. When you see the Transfiguration, there is the already in the not yet character of Jesus' life in the Transfiguration. When the glory and splendid majesty in the transfiguration were veiled during his ministry. But in the transfiguration, we can see the glory and the splendid majesty that the uh, prolepsis of the future coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. As Peter said in 2 Peter, that's my, that's my exposition in one of the episodes of this that the, the transfiguration is the already and then there is the already and not yet aspect of that transfiguration that is veiled in his earthly life and was shown in the transfiguration about the future glory and, and majesty of the Lord Jesus Christ being shown to the to the to Peter, James, and John. Now God's covenantal promises were fulfilled in the birth of John and uh, John the Baptist. You can see. And supremely in Jesus. Look clearly identifies Jesus as the fulfillment of God's covenant with Israel. Very clearly he identifies the Lord Jesus Christ as the fulfillment of God's covenant with Israel. And it's, uh, this, this is uh, confirmed by the text, programmatic text where Jesus drew from Isaiah 61 in Isaiah 58, commencing his ministry. Now... Uh, the eschatological promises for Israel dawned in Jesus. But significantly, he did not cite the part from Isaiah that speaks of God's eschatological judgment, suggesting that the judgment is reserved for another and future day. Now, the Gospel of John. We can see that uh, the synoptic Gospels, but there are still a lot, no? but it's already the, the summary. 
Pero malapit pa tayong makikita sa sa synoptic. Sa sa Gospel of John, Gospel of John is distinct from the synoptic Gospels as we know. Uh, makikita natin yung eschatological character sa Gospel of John, not in terms of the kingdom of God. Ang theme ng Gospel of John is what? Eternal life in the Messiah, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that whoever believes in Him may have eternal life. John 3.16 Now, yun yung, yun yung uh, tinatakel, yun yung theme ng Gospel of John, that, that believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, He might have eternal life. He may have eternal life. And in John 5.24-25, this is perhaps the strongest affirmation of the inaugurated eschatology in the fourth gospel, John 5.24-25, that the resurrection had already taken place. What is resurrection? Not the resurrection of the dead. That the following verses, you can see, John demonstrates that he anticipates a final resurrection. But when he say the stress in verse 24, uh, realize in, uh, in the Gospel of John is we can see the already and the not yet uh, tease out in this. As what? For the expression, a time is coming, uh, ang, ang verse na yun eh, a time is coming when uh, uh, the dead will rise, will hear the voice of the, the Son of Man, uh, will hear the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ and will uh, live. That, that expression is uh, coming and has now come where the eschatology is orientated entirely towards the future. The time or hour is coming. John does not say it is now is. But here, however, the coming hour already is the resurrection life for the physically dead in the end times as already being manifest as life for the spiritually dead. It is the voice of the Son of God that calls forth the dead and those who here will live. This is from Don Carson in the Pilar New Testament commentary, the Gospel according to John. So doon nakikita natin that the already not yet, that those who will hear Speaking of those who would believe are spiritually resurrected by the regeneration of uh, the Son of God. Yet there is an there is a, an hour, and it's now is according to John. Now is nangyayari na. It is now, and also in the time of the general res uh, resurrection of all who died, all who, all who died will come forth from the dead and uh, will live, will be physically resurrected. Maliwanag sa John 5.24, yung now and not yet aspect of the resurrection figuring uh, spiritual resurrection, regeneration, transformation, and uh, spiritual, uh, uh, physical resurrection from the dead in the last days. So that is the now and not yet aspect. Uh, also another commentary from Thomas Reiner's John 5, 24-25. We simply note that here, the eternal life denotes the life of the age to come. John emphasizes that the life of the AIDS 
to come already belongs to those who believe in Jesus. That he stresses the present realization of the end time promises, even though John concentrates upon realized eschatology, the not yet dimension is maintained. So, and now is, and the time will come. So there is a not, there is a, uh, merong, merong pa rin yung not yet dimension, according to Thomas Reiner. Now, sa Epistles ni Paul, uh, malapit na tayo matapos, as we, as I uh, close this, from the Epistles of Paul, we can see also here, no? Uh, makikita na sa 1 Corinthians 10.11 when Paul said, Now these things happen to them as an example, but they were written down for our instruction on whom the end of the ages has come. So that verse, that text is saying we are living in the last days. We are living in the last days. On whom the end of the ages has come end of the ages has come. So the end of the ages, the stage of the end of the ages has already begun from the Lord Jesus Christ. When the Lord Jesus Christ came, we are now at the end, we are now at the, at the beginning of the stage of the end of the ages. We are living in the last days. Believers are already transferred into the kingdom of Jesus according to Colossians 1.13. We are already transferred from the domain of darkness, according to this verse, has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. So we are now transferred to the kingdom of God through the Lord Jesus Christ, kingdom of his beloved son. Ephesians 1, 19, 20. Christ is at the right hand of the Father reigning now. You can see here, we can see there. And Ephesians 2, 6, pertaining to the believers, pertaining to, to Christians, to, to the church, to the, to the believers, that according to Ephesians 2, that uh, he, God raised us up with him, Jesus Christ, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We are reigning in the Lord Jesus Christ spiritually. Seated us, we are seated in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. How will you uh, interpret that? That is not physical. There, definitely that is not a physical, uh, uh, a physical sitting. But it's spiritual that we are in the Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, we are reigning in the Lord Jesus. We are reigning through the Lord Jesus Christ. He is reigning with us. We are reigning with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places. First John 3, 2. Beloved, we are God's children now. Now. You see, now. That is the now aspect. And what he will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is. When he appears, that is the not yet. He has not yet appeared. But we are children of God now to the believer. All the believers are children of God. And what we will be has not yet appeared. So we already uh, enjoy the benefits of being God's children, but we have not yet uh, fully known or experience he has not yet appeared the day when he will come back again and into the epistle of the hebrews eh, uh, 
Pagbinasa mo yung Hebrews, hindi ko na inano dito, haba. Pero if you read the book of Hebrews, it's right there in there in the pages of Hebrews, the now and the, and the, the now and the not yet aspects of the kingdom of God. As it is, uh, the theme of the Hebrews is about the new covenant, ushering, the new covenant, new creation in the Lord Jesus Christ through the new covenant that we have entered his rest, Hebrews 4, but we are still awaiting eternal rest. There, there therefore remain a Sabbath rest for the people of God. And towards the end, we can see that uh, uh, being typified, yung enter sa entrance ng Israel sa, sa promised land, but they have not yet entered really because they were awaiting a heavenly uh, city according to that. So yun yung backdrop ng uh, epistle to the Hebrews. Now, pag dumating tayo sa, uh, sa Revelation, eto na ngayon, uh, before Revelation, before Revelation, dito na ngayon papasok yung restructuring ng New Testament, eschatology, or the last days. So makikita natin dyan, kanina dalawa lang yon, straight line lang yon. Dito lang yung sa midpoint. Now, here, we are here in the present age. We are here. No, no, we, this is the present age. Now, when the Lord Jesus Christ came first, when he came through his uh, death and resurrection and ascension, kingdom of God already began here. So, it has a higher plane than a flat uh flat uh, structure in the Old Testament or as how Judaism sees it. Ganun lang sa kanila. Isa lang ganun. Ito, isa lang to. Only one. Jesus Christ returned. Nobody expected that Jesus Christ will be crucified according to the witness of uh, the Lord uh, uh, Peter that says there was a mystery in the prophecy. Nobody expected because everybody expected the Jews expected, the disciples expected, they never expected that Jesus Christ will be crucified. You can see that in the Gospels, that they were scattered. They never understood what the Lord Jesus Christ is saying, that he will die in the cross. Even Peter and all the disciples deserted him. They never expected this two stages of Christ's return. They expected only one, that a triumphant, uh, Messiah would come. But we see in the New Testament here that when Jesus Christ came first as a baby in a manger, his life, his teaching, his death, his ascension, all we can see here that the kingdom, the already kingdom aspect has already begun. And when he comes again, that will be consummated right here at the end of history we we are here we, we we are expecting here this is the blessed hope when the lord jesus christ would come his return that all the the kingdom of god will fully will be fully realized and all the uh, what what entails in the new age or the coming age here when all will be resurrected here and all aspects of the 
new heavens and new new heaven and new earth will be here the new age this is the end of history we are we are uh, looking no Vito. so this already not yet already not yet wait uh, this already not yet this is the already not yet kingdom we are living in right now there is a tension of already and the not yet we can we can be over realized when we do not when we do not recognize that there is still an aspect of not yet in the kingdom of god we can say we are already realize all the blessings of the uh, kingdom of god that we can say, ah, we are now living in the kingdom of God fully. No, we still can see uh, evil around us. We can still see uh, the aspect of uh, Satan being, uh, uh, we are being affected with all the trials and uh, temptations here. We are still uh, uh, struggling with sin. So it's not yet completed. It will be completed even in our sanctification. We are, we are made holy, but not yet complete. It will be completed when Christ returns. So there is always a tension of the already and the not yet aspect of the kingdom of God here. Unless we, unless we realize this tension, we will always be out of balance when it comes to our uh, dealings. Also in, in other aspects, not only in spiritual, but in the world. When we always being concerned, what we are always being concerned when we are over-realized eschatology, over-realized eschatology is that when always speaking of the, the, the not yet, uh, the already, no? if we don't say that not yet, already, meaning all of this is already, we don't have any more care with the world, how we, how we uh, engage in the world around us in terms of uh, social, uh, whatever is happening in the world, that wala na tayong pakialam. Because it's already, we already. Some tends to be over-realized here. But also, when we say, when we are fully saying, not yet, not yet, o walang already, not yet pa, full, not yet, you can always be uh, under-realized naman. That we can uh, it's, it will affect how we live as if we are just living in the world. We are just living in the world. That all the things that we are doing is just in this world. It's just in this world. So yan is how, how it will affect our dealings in our uh, spiritual, uh, in our sanctification that we always see this already not yet uh, aspect. Ito, uh, ito, this is uh, in Revelation. In Revelation. Maybe we can discuss this later. So, this is how it, the four schools of uh, interpretation or thoughts of how we view uh, Revelation. Ito, makaklassify yung mga millennial views where I will not deal because this is quite controversial. I have not intent to deal the uh, millennial views. Yung millennial views is dito. Uh, dito papasok yung millennial views kung ang mga differences ng millennial views. 
Pag ang millennial views dito, dito po pasok yung millennial views dito sa Christ return. That ang mga millennial views, magkakaibang millennial views, according to the millennial views, dito sa dito dito nagkakaiba ang mga millennial views. When the time of the of uh, uh parusha, the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, dito there will be certain happening before. So some people say like when when we say premillennial Christ return or the millennial kingdom they believe in the they believe in a 1000 literal uh, earthly reign of the Lord Jesus Christ that will be happening here right before Christ return for the second time here before he would come there will be a millennium here dito no sa premillennial so Christ will return before the literal Millennium, it's right here, somewhere here, before the consummated, uh, when Christ returned. Now, yung uh, a millennial naman, a millennial, a millennialism, which is uh, what I hold, is itong buong to. Meaning, it is being realized, the eschatology is being realized here, that Christ is reigning now, here. So there is no literal earthly reign. What is being conceived or being wait, we are we uh, amillennial is on the consummation when Christ returns. This will be the kingdom uh, that that uh, amillennial is saying, the new heaven and the new earth. Now, dito sa premail merong uh, merong uh, inter connection between the millennial and the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Before, that's why pre, pre-millennial. So, makaklasify yan sa dalawa. Yung pre-millennial na dispensationalism, dispensational and historic uh, pre-millennial. So, yung isang uh, aspect ng amil is post-millennial is parating pre-mill. Ay, post-post-mill. No? Meaning, Christ will come here uh, after the uh, millennium, uh, after the millennial, after the after the millennium, but it is not it is not uh, it is not literal, but uh, uh, gospel triumph, the triumph of the gospel that will affect every every facets of society, every facets of uh, our life that will affect everything in politics, in society, everything. The triumph of the gospel will come before Christ will return. Yan yung mga, tina, in overview ko lang yung mga, mga millennial views. But I will not be dealing uh, the whole thing. Doon dun nagkaka, actually doon nasi-center ang eschatology when uh, being discussed either in, in, in many aspects, in many FB group. But eschatology as a whole in the backdrop of the of the Bible, we can see now we are here in these states. Now, uh, yung mga four schools na to, historicism, futurism, di ko nababasahin, uh, preterism, full preterism, tsaka idealism, and mixed view, that is how they, uh, that's how we read the, the revelation. At doon makaklasify yung mga 
yung mga millennial views kung paano tignan niyo yung revelation hindi ko na ano yung medyo mahaba yung now my major references on this uh, paper this presentation is uh, from George Eldon Ladd Theology of the New Testament revised edition New Testament Theology Magnifying God in Christ by Thomas R Schreiner and a New Testament Biblical Theology the unfolding of the Old Testament in the New by GK Bill so if you want to have a comprehensive treatment if you want to read the whole uh plethora of uh, eschatology in the in the in the comprehensive sense you want to study deeply these three three books uh is really uh advisable to read if you want to have a deeper understanding of eschatology but where i base all my notes all the notes that i said in the quotation there no so that's that's uh the end of my presentation now uh i hope i have uh, uh given justice to this uh this presentation so now uh if you want to participate in the discussion now we are we will give you the the time to discuss here in this uh q a portion our q a portion q a discussion if you want to uh, ask questions and i have seen no a lot of uh, comments here now let us uh, read so siklaro Ah, ito nga kanina hindi nagalaw. Umabol. Umabol daw siya. Jeremy. Good evening, uh, Leonard. Good evening, bro. Claro. Ah, kanina hindi gumagalaw daw yung slide. So, nakawal ang attention ko kanina. I hope na uh, ano. So, if you want to participate now uh, in the discussion of this uh, inaugurated eschatology, uh, I invite you to click the link that I had uh, said kanina, no? that I have put in the banner. Uh, kung natatandaan nyo sa comment, nandito yun eh. Ito, I will show you. So, yan. If you want to participate in the discussion here, Ito. Just click this and I will uh, admit you because of studio to discuss these things. Claro, are you now here? Are you here? Ito comment ni Claro. When, when the king saves someone, it means that someone is an acknowledged subject of his kingdom. And therefore, the kingdom has come upon him, or he is already in the kingdom with the protection of the king. Good point, Claro. That's 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 a very good point. And nandito may maga may maga participate uh, online uh, discussion interactor uh, that I want to recognize. Um, our uh, resource speaker uh, last week, 
Christopher. Christopher, basta. Ay, oo. Oh. Praise God. Okay. Okay naman. <laughs> so, so, kanina iba, hindi gumagalaw, ano? Oo, oh, di siya gumagalaw. Hindi ko napapansin. Uh-huh. So, kung meron kang uh, comment or raining over our sins. Yes, definitely. Yeah, uh, Christ is raining over our sins. Yet, not yet uh, consummated. We are still, uh, there is still a remaining sin in our hearts. We still uh, struggle. The Lord, the Lord is always saying, the Lord is always saying, uh, uh, in, in the scripture, it is always uh, emphasized that we should uh, strive to be holy, to 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 be sanctified, diba? To to kill our sins, to live in the spirit. So it's not yet fully consummated. So even the, in our sanctification, there is a now and not yet aspect of our sanctification. When when the Lord Jesus Christ would come, that will only be realized fully. We will be glorified. We will no longer. Uh, there will be no more sin. We will be fully sanctified. So even in our sins. I call to kanina. Hmm. <laughs> Exhaustive siya. Si Claro gustong pumasok. Claro, ito, pindutin mo to, Claro. Pumasok uh, to sa link. Oh. Sa link lang ba? Sa link. Ito. Yan. Click mo lang yan, oh. Yan. Click mo lang yan. So bro, meron kang ano? A comment? Asperger. Oh, nakaganda yung topic eh. <laughs> may, may dagdag ako yung sa ano, uh, yung sinabi ni Peter sa mm-hmm. Acts, yung binabalikan niya yung ano, yung prophecy ni Joel sa Acts the oh, chapter, chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Acts chapter 2 verse 16 to 22. But this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. And in the last days, it shall be God declares that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And young men, your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my male servants and female servants. In those days, I will pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below. Blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned to, to darkness and the moon to blood. Before the day of the Lord comes, the great and magnificent day. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Tapos sa 22, Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs that God did through him in your midst. As yourselves now know. This Jesus delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God. You crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men. Mm. Yung, prophecy yan sa Joel, no? Mm. Oh, prophecy sa Joel na dinasabi ni Peter na yun, yung last days, yun, yun na mismo. mismo. <laughs> yung mismo, no? Yung Pentecost. Yung mismo. <laughs> Pentecost, Joel, oh. uh, Joel to yata, ay nabanggit ko yun eh. Uh, kaya lang, hindi oh. gumagalaw nga kanina. Yung sa Old mm. Testament, isang ano yun, uh, promise yun eh. Mm. Yung sa last days. 
So, mismo Acts 2 is the fulfillment of the last days. O oh, kinukod kasi nila yung si Joel na para bang ano yung end time na ano no na kasi nga magte-turn yung yung ano yung moon sa sa blood ano mga magagabang magagabang po mula yung ano yung yung times pero dito natin no, pag ano natin nga yung proper context hindi lang sa isang mga one liner makuha yung buong text nung ano so napaka-clear nung ano hmm. nung, nung part na yon kung kailan siya na fulfill so yeah we are on the last days ito yung uh, hindi ko natuloy kasi parang nahabaan na ako ah uh, uh, itong ano itong uh, how you see revelation with uh, two four schools of uh, ito nakita mo ba ay, oo. Yan. So, preterism. So, yung historicism understands the literary order of the visions. Uh, revelation, no? Hindi ko na, ano, no. Pero yun yung, yun yung, dyan nagkakaroon ng uh, a lot of interpretations when it comes to the four schools. Historicism, historicism understand the literary order of the vision. Uh, Uh, historical events to symbolize the chronological order of successive historical events that span the entire era from the apostolic church to the return of Christ. Now, sa futurism, yung mga futurists, which dito natin makaklassify yung mga uh, premillennial, premillennial, uh, likewise treats the order of the visions as reflecting the order of particular historical events with some exceptions. Futurists, however, typically view the vision of chapter 4 to 22 as representing events still future to 21st century readers, thus in a distant future from the standpoint of John and the churches of Asia. For many futurists, these coming events include a discrete seven-year period mm-hmm. of intense revelation, followed by a millennium, literal 1,000 years, in which Christ will rule on the earth before the general resurrection and the inauguration of the new heaven and the new earth. Petalism, ito yung lahat na fulfill na. Oh. Doon sa AD 70. Thinks that fulfillment of most revelations vision already occurred in the distant past during the early years of the Christian church. Petalistic these events, either the destruction of Jerusalem or the decline of the fall of the Roman Empire or both would soon take place only from the standpoint of John in the churches of Asia. So some interprets the order of the vision as reflecting the, the chronological succession of the events they signify, but mm-hmm. others recognize the presence of uh, recapitulation. Merong full preterism, merong partial preterism. Mm. Sa full preterism, lahat na nangyari, yung sa Matthew 24. Yung mm-hmm. sa Matthew 24. So even the, even the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. So hindi siya, yung full preterism is really not a an evangelical option kasi dinideny mm. niya yung physical bodily return of the Lord Jesus Christ, mm. the physical resurrection of believers and the recreation, renewal or renovation or replacement of the new heaven and earth. So yung full preterism, ikotinkontito or hindi ito talaga evangelical option. Partial preterism may mga 
amilineal na partial clitoris. Tapos idealism mostly here is the amilinealism and mm. postmilinealism dito sa idealism yung pagreach sa yan revelation and mixed view oh mixed Meron view ako, may pagka mixed view ako dun sa sa antichrist eh mm. para i see i see in the text of Thessalonians na kasi diyan na uh, is a person he's a person a personal antichrist Uh, most uh, natural reading sa Thessalonians that there is a personal anti but I'm not dogmatic about it pero I see the I see the sa Thessalonians is clearly a man clearly a personal antichrist but I'm mm. not dogmatic this is according to Dennis Johnson Dennis Johnson mm. so yan yung mga ano yan yung mga binabasa yung book of Revelation uh-huh. Yeah. Eclectic. Cla- uh, kindly show the slide on preterism. Preterism. Ah, ito, preterism. Sige, ito. Uh, request niya. Ito sa preterism. So, so, This is with reference to AD 70, no? AD 70 is mm. always being referenced here. So Matthew 24, in the destruction of the Jerusalem, the te- uh, Jerusalem in the temple, no? The t- thinks the fulfillment of most, uh, nabasa ko na to, full preterism, no? full preterism insists that every prophecy and promise in the New Testament was fulfilled by AD 70. So I said, it is not a legitimate evangelical option for it denies Jesus' future bodily return. Hmm. It denies the physical resurrection of believers at the end of history. It denies the physical renewal or recreation of the present heavens and earth hmm. or the replacement by a new heaven and a new earth. However, Petrus who rightly insists that these are still future are called partial Petrus. I think partial Petrus to see si Claro, eh, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Idealism is mostly amilineal to. Amilinealism, idealism is how they read, is, uh, agrees with historicism that Revelation's visions symbolize the conflict between Christ and his church on the one hand and Satan and his evil conspirators on the other from the apostolic age to Christ's second coming. Yet idealist interpreters believe that the presence of recapitulation means that the visions literary order need not reflect the temporal order of particular historical events. We can see this oh, an amilineal interpretation of Revelation. You, there are uh, number. There are recapu- uh, Revelation is divided into recapitu- recapitulation, parallel account ang uh, Revelation. The forces and conflict symbolizes in Revelation vision cycles manifest themselves in events that went to occur soon from the perspective of the first century churches as preteries maintain, but they also find expression in the church's ongoing struggle of persevering faith in the present and foretell a still future escalation of persecution and divine wrath leading to the return of Christ in the new heaven and the new earth. Hmm. And, the mixed, and the mixed view, combining features of these various positions, such as saying that many events about present and future fulfillments or saying that many events have past fulfillment that there may still be a future personal antichrist. 
Pero alam mo, yung mga ito, may mga combination yan sa mga premillennial at ano, itong mixed view. Hmm. May mga, some portion, pero mas mas wider yung, mas mas larger yung aspect ng futurism sa sa premillennial kesa sa amillennial at postmillennial. So, itong mixed view, eh, pwedeng magkamix sa iba, pero hindi talaga large portion yung mix. Yung baga, parang 75% or 80%. Ayan. <laughs> Ayan. Uh, klaro na. na ano ko na. Meron ka pang ano, bro? Pero sa sphere ng ano, no, ng Christianity, parang para majority ng view nasa premier niya, ano? Uh, Napopolarize, eh. Sa, mm. sa sa dispensationalist sa sa Amerika uh-huh. during the during the 19th century. Uh-huh. Yun ang pinaka-popular view. Lalo na yung dispensational premillennialism. Oo. Uh-huh. Ano, yung mga <laughs> mga movie, yung mga movie na left behind, yung mga uh-huh. book ni Lo, La, uh, Lindsay. Tsaka yung May mga may mga books pa ako dyan dati kasi understanding ko ganun dati. Yung napaka-komplikado ng mga charts na dami. Oh, yun. Dispensationalist. Uh, classical dispensationalist yung mga yun. Mm. Eh, yung marami mga charts. Diyan, MacArthur, uh, hindi na daw siya ganun ka-classical. Pero dispensationalist pa rin siya. Sa, mm. sa ano niya. Sa... Actually, where's, kapag pinag-uusapan natin yan is millennial views, no? Yung, yung tinakil ko, actually ayoko nga itakil eh. Yun eh. Gusto ko lang bigyan ng overview kasi ano yan eh. Uh, point of contention yan. Mm. Point of contention yan sa maraming believers. Para, para sa akin, it's a third level. Uh, hindi hindi siya die, die to heal. Hindi siya heal to die. Heal to die. So, hindi siya heal mm. to die. It's a third level yung millennial views. Pero yung uh, the whole aspect of eschatology in the scripture the backdrop of eschatology is very clearly there na uh, makikita mo yon pero uh, yung yung pwedeng pwede tayong magsama kung premill ka ano pwede tayong magsama sa isang church pero kasi sa iba ginagawang major yun eh oh mini major na uh-uh. which is hindi naman dapat eto may comments si ano sa USA lang ang premil popular worldwide ami ah, lang predominant <laughs> i think uh, ganoon din sa Pilipinas uh, ang dominant ang ano premil kasi nga po naging popular kasi sa yung lalo na yung mga fundamental churches mm-hmm. uh, kasi ang ano niyan sa US yung ano yung sa oh liberalism, fundamentalism uh, controversy nun eh. Na nasama na siya sa fundamentalism yung premillennialism. Kaya sumikat siya. Yung mga Bible, Bible churches, uh, no, ganun. Yung mga independent na mga Baptist churches, fundamental Baptist churches, karamihan yan, mga dispensational premillennialism. Yung historic premillennialism, mga reform may mga reform daw. May reform ba na yun? Yung historic premium. Oh, historic premium. John Piper. Uh, maraming historic premium. 
Yun nga, kanina nabanggit ko si George Eldon Ladd. Historic 3 million. Uh-uh. Siya yung siya yung nagpopularize ng ano, now and not yet. Uh-huh. Inaugurate. Siya yung nagpopularize. Actually, nagsimula yung uh, now and not yet sa isang liberal eh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yung now and not yet. Uh-huh. Pero ang nagpopularize si ano, pero ang ang, ang seminal niyan si ano si Boss Gerhardus Boss. Ah oh, si Boss. Oh, pero yung nagpopularize si El, George Eldon Ladd yung now and not yet. So, merong merong agreement. Actually, there is a consensus among scholars and theologians of the now and not yet paradigm or tension of the kingdom of God. So, yung mga may mga may mga nag-review which is purely futurist na hindi hindi tinatanggap yung ano, hindi tinatanggap yung now and not yet aspect. Mm. Now and not yet aspect. Purely future. Hindi sila nag-aano sa now and not yet paradigm. No? Mm. May tanong dito si ano si Pastor Joseph is the beast in Revelation 13:18 the man of lawlessness in this Second Thessalonians 2:3 and Antichrist in First John 2:18 are the same. Wow. Ano ano mo? Puta tayo. Revelation 13. Revelation 13. No, na, na, ano na natin, na, ano na natin to? Na, na topic na natin to? Mm. Iniiwasan ko to eh. <laughs> Sabi mo, wala, ano talaga, 13, 18. 13, 18. Mm-hmm. Okay, nga bro. So, you know, this calls for wisdom, that the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. Mm. Ano sa tingin mo? Uh, okay lang, hindi revelation naman to eh. <laughs> Tapos sabi niya, Antichrist in 1 John 2.18 are the same. Oh. Oh. Na ano ko yun eh. Na... Ako, I believe it's the same. Number of a man, sabi doon sa revelation. It's a number of the men. The man of lawlessness sa uh, 2nd Thessalonians na ano ko yan sa sa devotion sa in-invite ako ni Jeremy sa kanila na natakal ko yan 2nd Thessalonians 2.3 at saka yung, anti, yung Antichrist 1st John 2.18 meron singular dun eh at plural Antichrist the Antichrist will come and the Antichrist uh, plural that has come already Many antichrists has come. Hmm. So, may plural tsaka may singular. Yung 2 Thessalonians 2, I believe it's a man. It's a, it's a, it's a person, a man. Maliwanag yung first to see. Sa natural reading ng 2 Thessalonians, he, that he, he is a man. He is a man. So, I believe it's it's the same. The number of the beasts, uh, 666 is pertaining to a man, sabi doon. Oh. So, okay. pero merong... Oh, sige, sige bro. Ah, sa akin, ah, oh. Mm, oh, hindi naman. The same, the same din yun. Though, maraming antichrist ano, sa, sa history, no? pero yung 
sa final. Lalabas talaga siya. <laughs> Kasi sabi doon sa Tessa Salonians, uh, oh. bago dumating si Christ, there is a great apostasy. Mm, great apostasy. A great rebellion. And after that, the man of uh, perdition, the man of lawlessness will be revealed. That will do, that will uh, every every aspect of uh, worship and about God, he will elevate himself as God. And many will be deceived. Diba, oh. Many will be deceived because they they love they love uh, their sin. They are in pleasure of their sin. Who does not oh. love the truth? Tapos, ang sabi doon, after that, when the Lord Jesus Christ would come, he will kill by the breath of his mouth. Oh. So, parang uh, simultaneous yung pagdating nung oh. uh, man of lawlessness and then the Lord oh. Jesus Christ would come right before he will kill the... Yun ang tingin ko dun sa Thessalonians eh. Tsaka din oh. dun sa ano. Oh. But yung parallel, yung parallel nun maliwanag sa Matthew 24. Uh-uh. Yung yung apostasy, yung great apostasy when it comes to falling away of many into the faith. Uh-uh. We'll deny the faith, diba? We'll grow cold, sabi dun sa Matthew 24. Uh-uh. Eh. The love of many will grow cold. Many posts, uh, prophets will come. Uh-uh. Uh, sabi dun, uh, Matthew 24. Uh, tingnan natin. Parallel, pag, pagbabasahin mo ang Thessalonians, uh, maigi na basahin mo yung Matthew 24. Especially the, the last portion na uh, makikita mo dito. Uh, it's, a, it's a very indicative yung sinasabi sa text. Kasi sabi ni Paul dun sa Thessalonians, I, did I have not told you these things? si parang na, na hmm. misled yung mga, tes- uh, mga Thessalonian believers na dumating na yung na dumating na si Lord eh, the second coming has arrived. So, uh-huh. na-alarm sila, sabi dun sa text. So, dito, sabi dito. Uh, uh, and if, sa verse, uh, Matthew 24, verse 22, and if those, uh, dito. Uh, ito, then if anyone says to you, verse 23, look, here is the Christ, or there he uh-huh. is, do not believe it. For false Christ, share ko nga, share ko tayo. Uh, uh, share ko tong text. Yan. Yan. Ito sabi dito. Uh, for false Christ and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonder so as to lead astray if possible even the elect. And that's a reference to the to the delusion that is being said in First Second Thessalonians. Eh? That will be deceived. That God sent them strong delusion that will lead them deceived. That will be that they that they are deceived because uh, they don't have the truth. Uh, if possible, even the elect. So, yun yun nakalagay dito. Ah, uh, yung ito ito ito. Ah, uh, yung kreto po kasi nandito eh. Uh, mm. 
And then many will fall away. So verse 10. Verse 10. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. And your great apostasy. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. And many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. So, ito false prophets is plural dito. Pero pagdating sa Thessalonians, singular. Singular. Antichrist, man. Antichrist. Medyo. Pero, mysterious yun eh. May mystery dun. So, it's a great mystery. Pero, ang natural reading sa Thessalonians is man, man of lawlessness, a person. Oo. Tsaka, pag tinignan mo yung passage, even yung context, no? Magagaling sa loob. Ah! You mean sa... Sa loob, no? Medyo ano rin yun. Maraming magagaling sa loob, magagaling sa ano, pag tinignan mo yung passage, no? Depende. Sa ano, mga Puritans, they interpret that as the Pope. Ah, okay. The Reformers. Yung time kasi nila, o, yung time nila. Antichrist is the the office. Exegetically, maraming 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 exegetically unfounded yun. Oh. So, yun. Pero, I also don't think that the Pope is the Antichrist in the real sense. Ako din. Same din sa akin. Same din sa akin. Yung narito sila, ano. Sabi ni Claro, danger of pre-mill. Pre-milling yan. Denial of Christ's present reign appears to be a heresy to me. Denial of Christ's sovereignty and control over our lives and destiny. So, merong mga historic pre-mill. Yung dispensational pre-mill and historic pre-mill, yung dalawang ano doon. I think, They deny the Christ present reign as the millennial millennium, siguro. At the least, to be fair, yun siguro yung understanding nila that they deny the present millennium as Christ reigning. Kasi ang tingin talaga nila, Christ will reign, present reign. He will be presently reigning. Will establish reigning on the earth. So they don't deny in the real sense that Christ is not reigning, especially the historic, 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 historic variant. I think even to some extent, the dispensational period. Oh, kind of dispensational. Nah, kind of dispensational. Claro appears to be a heresy to me. Siguro maklarif, makategorize ko siya na ano na parang may wrong interpretation ng long text. Hindi ko siya maklasify agad na ano. Uh, Pero uh, they, they, they minimize yung text about crisis reigning. He's now hmm. seated in the right hand of the Father. Malaki, kasi, malaki yung category. Malaking category nung pa, sabi doon, power above, power above rule and power and authority. Hmm. Tapos dun sa text that uh, in Acts, yung, that Christ now is seated on the throne of David. Oh. So, 
that is a fulfillment that is in the fulfillment of uh, the Vedic promise of it everlasting covenant na binanggit ko kanina that is now fulfilled in the Lord Jesus Christ maliwanag yun sa Acts Acts uh, Acts 2 ba? Acts 3 hmm. pertaining to his resurrection when he was resurrected that he now seated on the throne of David sa futurist sa premillennialist future pa yun when he will when he will uh, return to establish his earthly reign. So yun yung de- yun yung uh, difference. Alam mo yung group na sinasabi niya sa sa kabilang group yan eh. Ewan ko kung nandun ka. Napakahaba ng mga <laughs> dibatihin dun. Maraming antichrist who denies the incarnation is an antichrist. Oh yes. Uh, first Jan, so first Jan 2:18, ang konte, ang konteks ng antichrist don is who who denies the son, denies the father. Kalagay yun sa konteks ng first Jan 2. That uh, those who deny the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ is antichrist. Maliwanag oh. yun. So even that antichrist, the big anti, the, the the big A antichrist, he denies Christ by saying he is the Christ, by saying he is oh. God. Iba. He will elevate himself to be God. Mm. And many will believe him, will be deceived. Oh. Uh, yung, deception, yung deception na yun, hindi yung madideceive kahit yung believers na kapag in-implant daw ng chip dun sa, uh, sa vaccine, <laughs> eh nahuli ka na. na. Nandun na yung chip sa forehead mo, yung 666. Pero maliwanag yung forehead, pag sinabing uh, nasa forehead, meaning you are worshiping. Uh, yung... Hawak ka ng hawak ka ng hawak ka ng uh, hawak ka ng hawak ka ng person na yun mm. o hawak ka ng entity na yun kapag meron ka ano sa forehead. Nakalagay din yan sa Revelation mm. 22 eh. Yung, 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 yung mark ng, ng, ano, eh, ng lamp Lambi. nasa mga uh, believers. So, yung yung mark ng forehead ng mga believers yun sa Lord, sa Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Doon sa sa beast, this is pertaining to the antichrist. Mm. They ho- they believe. They believe the antichrist. So, even mm. if you are a believer, you will not believe that that antichrist. Kaya yung you will not, may, may implication yung ano eh, yung proper uh hermeneutics ng ano ng revelation kasi uh, hindi siya hindi ba kung may buka, may buka ni ano no, ni Dennis Johnson hindi siya yung tipo dapat ano yung it takes ang literal lahat ng nakikitang uh, signs tapos yung mga mga marks ganun so hindi mo siya dapat i-take ng literal so may proper may proper ano interpretation para hindi ka hindi mo ma-misinterpret din yung ano and ang revelation mismo hindi siya hindi siya series of events parang iba thinking series of events eh no pag nagsimula sa one tapos hanggang sa dulo so hindi hindi ayun hindi yung tsaka yung portion ng stories is yung sa amelinya yung ano recapitulation parallel parallel siya pero not exactly parallel in the sense of ano pero yung parang uh maraming angle na pagtingin like mm. yung sa Revelations 19 yung coming ng yung coming ni Lord doon is like a warrior uh, riding in a horse mm. 
Pero pagdating sa 20, meron din may, may pagka-parallel doon. At saka hmm. pag in-interpret mo yun na successive events doon sa 19, eh, na, na ubus na lahat ng mga kaaway nung... Ubus na lahat, kaaway ni Lord. Oh. Eh, sa, pag in-interpret mo siya successive doon sa 20, oh. eh, saan ang galing yung mga kaaway ni Lord doon? Hmm. Kung successive, yeah. saan ang galing yun? So, yun yung mga maraming ano doon. Masyadong mga ano yun. Pero... Mahirap i-success i-successive yung ano yung mga events. Maganda yung book ni ano ni meron ko din yung comment ano ni uh, Dennis Johnson sa Revelation. Amil Amil si Dennis Johnson. Mm-hmm. Thank you po sa sagot. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yun yun din yung nabanggit mo yun tungkol sa minsan nagiging resilient yung Uh, yung iba na magpa-vaccine dahil nga doon sa understanding ng passage sa revelation na pag-adama ano? <laughs> uh, nag-take ng mark of the beast so yun, may mga implications eh hindi mo siya pwedeng sabihin mo parang uh, ano lang, yung uh, i-minor mo lang siya ng konti uh, katulad doon syempre, ito yung pag-interpret mo doon sa revelation so ma-apektuhan yun sa sa decision ng ano ng, ng tao hindi siya magte-take hmm. ng hindi siya magte-take ng uh, vaccine hindi siya mag-agree sa national ID system kasi sasabihin nila yung national ID system meron siyang mga details na ini pinapasok doon so yun ah uh, yun nga uh, physical no literal na malalagay sa katawan mo oo oh, oh. tama yung sinabi mo na hindi siya hindi siya literal Baga, yung identity yung yung naka-mark siya sa sa head is in yung nasa yung identity san ba yung identity oh, ng tao sino yung ano mo sino yung wina worship mo sino yung forehead eh. mm-hmm. sa revelation uh, sinabi din niya sa revelation kay kay Lord eh uh, buksan natin yung same uh, ano ah uh, natin yan nakalagay din yan ah uh, eh sandali hanapin ko Mm, nandito yun sa ano. Ito oh, sa Revelations 22. Yan, tingnan mo. Share ko to. Pagdating naman sa Panginoon eh. Ito sabi dito, uh, sa verse 3. Verse 3. Oh, no longer no, will there no, be no. anything a curse, a curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and His servants will worship Him. Oh, They oh. will see His face, and His name will be on their foreheads. Oh, oh. The name of the Lamb. They will worship Him. They will see His face, and His name will be on their foreheads. Oh, oh. The name, the name, the Lord Jesus Christ will be on their foreheads. So, yung may, yung may name ng, ng Lord's Apohets, who are they? They are mm. the believers. Diba? Believers. Mm. They are the, the saved. So, paano ka magkakaroon nun? Mm. By believing. Believing. So, yung, right. no, yung mark ng beast, they believe the beast. Mm. They were deceived by the beast because they believe they believe the beast. Mm. So, clear yun na hindi yun na physical physical sa body mo implanted. Mm-hmm. 
very clear dun sa ano sa sa gamit sa sa revelation. It's not it's not a physical implanting either sa chips or sa credit card or whatever sa card you know. So kung gayon eh under na tayo sa business. Ay ano ka na ba? Uh, vaccinated ka na ba? Oh, vaccinated na ako. Kompleto na. Dumadali na rin. <laughs> uh, dumadali na sa atin yung sa Mark, yung Mark, awak na tayo. Mm. It all comes in your in your faith, in your okay. belief oh. that if oh. you believe that antichrist you are mark of you are having the mark, the seal. The seal mm, of the beast is on your forehead. Si senior mm. sa sa ulo nilagay. So mm. forehead pa yung ano. It's a symbol of uh, you are being held by that person, di ba? Mm-hmm. So kung ganyan, eh, hold na tayo ng bis kung nagpapakaan mm-hmm. para vaccine ka. <laughs> Nakakatawa, no? Pero it's the way we interpret uh, revelation. Maraming uh, conspiracy theories based on that mga mga karamihan ng galing sa dispensational premillennial, eh. Yung mga mm-hmm. mark, mark, mark. Tapos, pag may sum- lahat ng mga events mm-hmm. uh, pertain sa mga end time, end times. Uh-huh. Lahat na lang may mm-hmm. meaning. Yung temple. <laughs> They say he's a king in exile. Anong, yun, yun, ito, ito, medyo, ano to eh, medyo absurd ito eh. Uh, ito, ina, pinagtatalunan dun sa group na nandun din ako. Hindi naman ako masyado nag-ano dun. Sometimes nag-comment ako. Kasi nakangahaba ng mga ano dun eh. Ng mga uh, debate dun. Uh, wala, uh, para sa akin, unhealthy na eh. Na hindi, isa nag-aalaskahan na. They, ito, si Claro, a millennial to. They say sa king in exile. Na pag sinasabi natin, the presence of the kingdom is already here. Christ is reigning, yeah. but he is in heaven. How can that be? And the, 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 what they are saying that the king is not yet ruling, but he is he is king already. Oh, absurd yun sa akin. Kasi Christ yeah. is reigning. Maliwanag sa 1 Corinthians 15 also, that the last enemy will be death. Yeah that he will triumph. That all things, God has given him all the authority. Doon nga lang sa ano, Matthew 28. Eh. Mm. All authority has been given to me. given to me. So, how can you say that he's not ruling in that sense? And he's seated in the throne of David. Throne is a picture, analogy of reigning. A throne is an analogy of reigning. It's a picture. It's an emblem of it's an emblem of reigning. So how can you say it's not reigning? So what futurists would want to say is, unless there is a physical reigning right here, nakikita mo siya, it's not reigning. It's not reigning. I mean, reigning as in reigning, the reigning na mulan. Ayon. Meron ka pa nga, no, bro? Uh, yung pa rin, yung sa implications ng, ano, ng patungkol sa eschatology. Kasi nga, even in history, very evident, uh, sa crusades na lang, eh, example, yung crusades. Doon, mm. napakatagal na nangyari yun. Ano? So, yung understanding 
nung mga ta- mga tao nung sa time ng crusades ano ba yung nagpush sa kanila para pumunta ng ng ano no ng Jerusalem para i-protect yung Jerusalem sa ano so dahil nga dun sa ano yung understanding ng yung, yung sa historic primitive nilisim na ano na understanding so uh, may mga implications yung understanding natin sa ano sa eschatology both both sa life natin sa both sa ano sa sa history And even now yung mga decisions sa ano sa decisions ng ng nation, oh. decisions ng nation, so nakikita natin yung effects nung ano nung nung mga stands pagdating sa psychology. Mm. So yun uh, isa uh, evidence Though yun nga uh, nawa tayo mga mananampalataya. Hindi tayo dapat mag uh, mag uh, ano yun yung magtalo-talo dahil dun sa sa, sa mga views na ito. Dapat tayo maging once ano sa sa gospel. Nakakalungkot. Mga sa millennial views, sa, mil, sa mm. millennial views. Kaya itong episode gino, uh, ito yung mahalaga eh, yung backdrop ng eschatology on how mm. we understand on how we understand the scriptures, yung revelation and scripture. It's all mm. it's all in the backdrop of eschatology from Old Testament to the New Testament to the Lord Jesus Christ. Ang mm. ang tension is dun sa millennial views eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can hold and you should hold. You should hold uh, in your own mind, convince in your mm-hmm. own mind whether what views you are you are holding. Mm-hmm. And we can differ. Definitely there will be difference. No. We can differ. Mm-hmm. We can, we can differ. differ. But yeah. to the point yeah. of barbing uh, barbing ano na yung oh, battle yun, or ano na. Diba? Yun yung medyo ano doon kasi sabi ko nga it's not para sa akin it's not a hill to die for mm. yung millennial yung millennial views i i as far as i i'm holding amil before i considered uh historic premil i considered historic premil i read i read george eldon lad kaya nga kinukot ko siya kanina mm-hmm. i read i read uh, george eldon lad kung mag kung merong premil na na ano na kung, mer- kung merong premil na valid is historic premil. Mm. Historic historic kasi yun yung mga views ng mga early church fathers. So mm. yun kaya nila sinasabing historic yung mga early church fathers. So ah uh, dispensational yan. Nagpapakita <laughs> <laughs> lang ng dati ko view. <laughs> Pero I'm not holding anyman yung yung view ng ano So, dispensationalism. Mm. Amil na, amil na ang view ko. Mm. So, yun. Uh, hopefully, hindi natin natakal yung millennial views talaga ng comprehensive. Mm. Maybe in the, in the near future. I know for a fact that uh, New Covenant Theology, adherents, NCT adherents, are merong mga historic pre-mail. Amil, kukunti lang yung post-mail. Kukunti mm, lang. Yung post-mill actually parang amil din yun. Pero yung, yung millennium nila doon towards before the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Before the coming of the Lord Jesus. Uh, after the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Post, you know. Uh, uh, before, so, before the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, merong non-literal millennium of golden age where the gospel will flourish in all aspects mm. of society. Mm. Revival, mga revival, mga puritans. Puritan. Mm. Mga post-million ang mga Puritans. So, yun. So, yun. 
Exacto. Mga Puritans, mostly uh, post-mill. Marami rin post-mill ngayon, no? Pero parang amil din yun in a sense. Dati parang walang ganung ano eh. Mm-hmm. Uh, delineation. Sabi ni Claro, okay lang maniwala sa premil, wag lang deny present train. Iba na usapan niya. <laughs> okay. So, yun yung ano kasi dyan sa kabilang ano eh. Kabilang uh, FB group. Okay. Salamat, Claro, for, for tuning in. So, medyo na pahaba na tayo. Almost two hours na. And alam ko, hindi matatapos to. Kung talagang comprehensive. Maybe in the future, we will have uh, a discussion of various millennial views. I know, like, uh, quits. Quits is pre, uh, historic pre-mill. Uh, CV. CV, Christian de la Merced, is historic pre-mill. It's one of, they are resource speaker here, but uh, but most, most NCT, most CT, Covenant Theology City and NCT are amillennialism. Hmm. Ang, ang dominant views sa uh, Covenant Theology at sa New Covenant Theology. So, we differ in that. And I don't know if we can have that discussion na hindi magkakaroon ng uh, uh, strong, <laughs> heated. <laughs> okay lang sa kapit. Okay lang yan. Yung mga style oh. ng kila John Piper. Yung, yung John Piper si... Diyan pa, ito si Doug Wilson. Oh, Hamilton. Yung mga ganun, discussion. Ham Storm, no? Oo. Oh. Yung ganun. Pwede rin ano, tayo mga... Ano na, ano? Nagagawa nga ng mga, ano yun, nagagawa nila yun. Eh. Tayo mga Pilipino, uh-huh. pwede natin gawin yun. Siguro, <laughs> planuhin natin yun. Na, ano, planuhin natin yun dito. Kasi yun yung, actually, yun yung susunod dito, eh. Yun yung susunod dito. Uh, hindi, ko na, hindi naman natin masyadong diniscuss comprehensively pero maybe we can discuss it's a, in the form of discussion ng mga uh, representative um, ano. pero definitely walang walang dispensational premil sa New Covenant Theology tsaka sa Covenant Theology mm. Dispensationalism is an hermeneutic so in the larger ano yan, hermeneutic yan eh So oh. hindi lang sa hindi lang yan sa eschatology pero sa buong hermeneutic ng interpretation ng scripture. Uh-oh. So yun. I think uh, that's enough. <laughs> That winds up our my my paper, my presentation on eschatology. I'd like to thank Chris for being a uh, interactor. Maraming salamat Chris. Uh, salamat ulit. Mahirap kasi dito sa podcast pag makisa ka lang. <laughs> maganda yung discussion maganda yung ba, uh, talakayan sa mm-hmm. ano, sa pinag-usapan oh. so uh, I hope you can be regular sa mga ano sa mga discussion towards the end kung kung meron kasi meron kasing Porsche meron kasing ano yung talagang full, full discussion from the be- uh, beginning meron namang exposition tulad nung ginawa mo sa the end meron discussion mm. So, yun. Maraming salamat, Chris. And thank Maraming you. Maraming salamat ulit. Oo. Uh, thank you for all our viewers for tuning in for the past two hours of this podcast or this episode. And I hope uh, all the all the things that, I have discuss- that we have discussed here, that I have uh, expounded, will be beneficial towards us. 
And the most important part is that we are looking for the blessed hope, the, the, the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, as that befits our uh, disposition to live in the light of the end. That we are living in the last days and that our, our perspective should be on the end, on the last days. Because we are living in the last days. So when we see that that aspect that the Lord Jesus Christ would come in the future, that is our blessed hope. And it will it will give us that blessed hope in our walk, in our Christian life. That we are looking for that blessed hope and there will be no more tears, no more sadness. And God will wipe out, will wipe out our, our tears and he will wow. dwell with us. You do have blessed hope, resurrection of our bodies. And we will see the Lord Jesus Christ face to face in bodily form. So thank you very much for all, uh, all our viewers. This is uh, Rudy here in Abu Dhabi and Chris saying good night. Have a pleasant night. Thank you and see you again for the next episode of the New and Living Way uh, podcast. Bye. purpose of God as it culminates and fulfilled the Lord Jesus Christ in the new covenant.